welcome to the Elijah Fire podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up? Happy Monday, January 9th, 2023. Happy 2023. Happy New Year. I'm going to move this over now because I'm going to get crazy cut off. How are you guys doing? We are so happy to be back. Uh, I know we got some message, messages from people last week saying, man, I miss you guys. It doesn't feel the same without Elijah Fire. It felt weird. Uh, it felt a little weird. I got to say, I missed you guys. So uh, we are kicking off 2023 with a bang. This is episode 158. It's going to be amazing. Hey, speaking of bangs, funny story right here. This, you can't quite see it because I covered it up. I had a run in with a car door this weekend and that was awesome. My wife and I, we went out to a movie. Afterwards, we got a little Thai food situation. Hong Thai here in Salem. Fantastic if you're in the Salem Kaiser area. Hong Thai, so good. Best Thai food in town. Big shout out to Julie, the producer of Elijah's Dreams, who's half Thai. She recommended it. And, you know, when she makes a recommendation about good Thai food, I'm there. So, um, anyways, I went, it was dark. I parked right next to this tree, right? This tree branch was like kind of low. And I get out of the car and I'm going and I notice Lauren hasn't come with me. So I turn around to ask her, hey, are you going to come with me into the restaurant to pick up the food? So I walked back to the car and I'm walking fast because I'm like, I want to get this done because I'm hungry. I want to go home. And I lean in, but I have to duck lower than normal underneath the tree branch. And I grab my car's black and I grab the door and I do this. And I go like this at the same time. And the corner of the door goes bang right into my head. And it had like a dent and everything. And it hurt really bad. I thought my head was bleeding. It hurt that bad. Um, yeah. So actually, it should be worse. And a big shout out to Jackie Duvall. From, she works over at It's Supernatural Network. I follow her on Instagram. She posted this like prayer about healing. And I'm sitting there. My head's like throbbing. And I go, you know what? I'm going to claim this. Lord. Amen. I'm healed. And so the next day we were like, wow, like it actually doesn't look that much brighter than uh, like more bruisey than that. So big shout out to the Lord for healing me. I'm like, it, it should be way worse. Like, so, um, cause I hit it really hard. Uh, so yeah, um, guys, it's going to be a great year. 2023 is going to be so amazing and I can't wait uh, this week specifically is just going to be great on Elijah Fire. Um, we're you know we're back at five days a week uh, for the foreseeable future, which is great. Um, and then also on Wednesday we start a new teaching series, the first teaching series of the year, which is with Ivana Tia, and it's going to be all about healing, which is a big topic. And Ivana is a great teacher. Um, you know, she's, uh, training to be a biblical or uh, studying to be a biblical scholar, all that stuff. So she has a great knowledge of scripture. She also brings a great middle Eastern perspective to a lot of that stuff, which I absolutely love. And she's super fiery, which I also love. So uh, it's going to be a great series. You guys, it starts on Wednesday at 2 PM Pacific time. It's going to be about healing and it goes for four weeks. So you get four episodes all about healing, understanding it, the biblical context of healing, all that stuff. It's gonna be a great Great way to start 2023. So yeah. And those of you who missed my announcement that it's Yvonne and not Mandy and Costin. Yes, it is not Mandy and Costin. They're actually on sabbatical. And that was something that happened after they said yes. They're like, hey, sorry, we need this. So they're actually going to be the next series after Yvonne. So great, great, great. We're going to be, we're going to start doing more teaching series and try and crank those out quicker as well. Because there's just a lot of great stuff to teach on. And we got a lot of gifted teachers. So. All right. I think, you know, I think that's everything. I think we're just going to jump right in today. My guest, uh, I consider him a friend, uh, him and his wife. I think they're great people, very godly people, spirit filled, uh, a lot of fun to be around. Uh, my guest today, he is a singer, songwriter, poet. He's a Christian indie rock artist. Um, let's give it up for my guest today. Monday, Martin. Monday. I almost did that. I almost did that. I was going like, to like this. I just, it was like a knowing in the spirit. And I didn't give in. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. How are, How you, are you? I'm How good. Are you? I'm good. <laughs> so good to be back on the show. We love yeah, you, Jeff. Dude. Love you. Happy. Love, 
Everyone in Elijah Fire. Yeah, happy, happy, happy 2023, man. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, yeah. happy. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got it. Yeah, I know what that is. Ren and Stimpy. Um, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Monday, what are we going to be talking about today? We are talking about many things, but one thing that, that uh, led me into the supernatural was my hunger um, for the supernatural. And anyways, because I didn't see a lot of that growing up in church, I wanted a high but I couldn't find it because I hadn't been to Toronto or anything like that. You know, the outborn there. Uh So a combination of that and trauma growing up in an alcoholic home led me to addictions, even some that followed me into full-time ministry, which no one wants to talk about, but I feel the green light from the Holy spirit to begin sharing about it because we need to check ourselves every day to make sure Jesus mm. is our greatest addiction. Oh, yeah. So we don't get trapped by the enemy. So we're covering that yeah, today. And it's going to be awesome. That too. Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll share that story, my own story after, okay. I mean, once we get there. Yeah. I want to hear it, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'll let you ask the questions and, Holy Spirit, we just right, asked well, you to just, show up big. Why, yeah, why don't you just um, actually, can you do me a favor before we get started? Can you just go ahead and pray? Let's do it. Father, yeah. I thank you for your glory. We need you at this hour desperately yeah. in the world. And the greatest comfort and the greatest help is the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So Holy Spirit, just increase your glory now, now. Meet them right now in their rooms, their cars, wherever they are. And let this be transformation. I thank you for it. It's going to be awesome in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right, Monday. Well, let's just jump right into your process of getting into addiction and uh, and then getting getting set free from it. Um, I know that that's like even that story alone could take a long time. Uh, take as much time as you want. Honestly, we got an hour. So um, yeah. But I just really feel like this is an appropriate, this is an appropriate topic to kick off 2023, especially with where God is leading the body of Christ. There's a lot of great, exciting words being released or that have been released about what God is going to do. There's by many, there is a felt like a palpable excitement about what God is doing. And, and, and for a lot of people, God's going to be opening doors. Um, but I do believe that there are some people who God wants to set you free today from addiction. And, um, and so I, I see this as a very appropriate episode because, you know, you can go, oh, you can be very uh, narrow-minded and go, okay, well, he's sharing about drug addiction or he's sharing about whatever. That doesn't apply to me, but it could be other things. And like you were talking about, you felt the green light from the spirit to talk about um, addictions, even within the church and making sure that Jesus is our addiction. Uh, and so I think that, um, it's a very multifaceted thing. It's an all encompassing thing. It's not just one specific type of addiction, right? So, um, yeah, so Monday, I'm just gonna let you go for it and then we'll just see where it goes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to fill the gap, fill the void in my heart. Um, and one of the things that I, I wrote my song Silver Lining about, which we'll play a clip today, I can't wait for you guys to see it, mm-hmm. um, was just trying to fill this this void in my heart. Um, I had been wrecked as a young child uh, by an alcoholic. And the good news is, is she later got free and became the greatest mom I could have ever hoped for before she met Jesus. Um, but we've talked about we've talked about this some on the show that alcoholics that the reasons they call alcohol spirits is because literally there is um when you drink too much you know it it gives access to demons and Mm -hmm. so i never knew that when my mom abused me growing up that it was i i equated that to she doesn't love me and she's mad at me taking out her frustration on me but literally it was demons taking over her and speaking through her and i got traumatized and suffered panic attacks like you wouldn't believe growing up, didn't think 
God loved me. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted, I, I, what's, inter- what's interesting is I always grew up wanting the supernatural, um, but I didn't know how to experience it because I hadn't been to a, a revival like at Toronto or Brownsville outpouring, which we all know about. And so I tended to try to find the supernatural, the highs, the euphoria, the excitement through drugs. Yeah. And so what led me there was number one, trauma. But number two, um, I just wanted to be high. I just wanted to experience. And um, not many people know that you can have this in the Holy Spirit. And he's like the author of pleasure, mm-hmm. which I talk a lot about in my book, Ecstatic Christianity. And um, but by the time um, I was 16 years old, I was very addicted to drugs, tried many of them. Um, LSD is not really addictive, but I got into that severely, <laughs> almost died. And um, when I was in the middle of an LSD trip, I said to the Lord, because literally I was about to die uh, from from heart my heart felt like it was going to literally explode. And I got on my knees when I was 17 in my mom and dad's yard. I ripped my shirt off my chest because I felt like it was going to kill me. Like it was choking me. Wow. And I looked up at the sky, hallucinating so hardcore. (laughs) And I said, God, if you can just keep me alive through this, you can use me as a tool for your kingdom. I promise you I'll serve you. Just please keep me alive. And he kept me alive, man. And I'm here to tell the story. Come on. And um, don't have a long time to go into it. But at 19, I encountered the Lord's love and gave my life to Jesus Christ. And um, let's talk about, you know, how that addiction even led into while I was serving the Lord, if you want. Is that okay? Yeah. Because real briefly, um, you know, I started doing mission trips and I was traveling around the world. And I didn't necessarily... Um, ever go through like enough inner healing and trauma healing. And I believe if I had of, I wouldn't have carried so many issues of rejection, thinking God didn't love me, panic, fear, anxiety. And so as I traveled and I began to be promoted by James Gall, Patricia King back in 2010, and I was speaking at big churches, God just catapulted me into ministry and I was, uh, I remember speaking at Dutch Sheets Church and doing conferences with Rick Pino and a lot of big speakers, um, Joshua Mills. And, but what I had not dealt with was some of the past issues. I would give altar calls and I would believe for everyone's freedom and deliverance, but I couldn't believe for my own. Hmm. And what it led me to was going to the doctor and being prescribed um, a benzo, which is like Valium. Um, that I took every day and not abusing it in terms of like dose amount, but I got hooked uh, for eight years because I just couldn't deal with the anxiety. Hmm. And it wasn't until um, uh, 2019 that I was able to kick those pills. And you'll see that in my silver lining video. And I'm a minister, not afraid to tell you, and I'm not, I'm not afraid of shame. And I'm not afraid of people saying, well, you were a minister. You shouldn't have done that. You should have known better. I'm, I'm willing to be vulnerable and tell you we all need help, dude. <laughs> and I got free and you can be free. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can be free. Don't give up. Amen. Mm, amen. It's like the movie. What about Bob? This is so appropriate. Uh, we know him. What about Bob? He always said baby steps because mm-hmm. he was afraid to get an elevator. So he would say, baby steps to the elevator, baby <laughs> steps to the elevator, Yeah, you know, baby steps to the bus. And I thought that was going to make some people laugh today. Cause what about Bob's one of my favorite movies? I yeah. identify <laughs> with some of his fears and his anxieties. He he's had to learn to cope with. Mm. Um, but yeah, man. And there's a lot of people might not be drugs. It might not be alcohol. There's been times I've gotten addicted to too much investing and I got addicted to money You know, I've gotten addicted to because I do have an addictive personality. And so I have to make sure that I fill that obsession with Jesus Christ, which leads me to a scripture. And I'll read it because you guys need to hear this. Jesus said, I am the door. I liked it because when Jeffy talked about hitting the door, it reminded me we need the door. If anyone enters 
by me, not by your addictions, not by worldly pleasures, by Jesus Christ himself and the person of Jesus, not just the concept, but the literal person, the intimate friend, person, presence of Jesus Christ in your life. Uh, he will be saved. And I love this. Jesus didn't just talk about salvation. He said, you'll go in and out of me and find pastures. Sounds like pleasure to me. Yeah. Sheep are starving. They need pastures to eat and drink. And so you can go in to Jesus, eat and drink in and out. God gave me this revelation. It's stuck with me even today. In and out. Why does Jesus want you to go in and out of him so that you can bring him to the outside so that you can go into him and bring him to the world, to the lost, to your family. It's powerful. When you yeah. start seeing this, you will absolutely be changed. And as I began to hunger for the presence of the Lord over the years, um, he set me free from severe alcoholism and I had to replace that fun because let's be honest, drinking's fun. Yeah. Okay. I needed fun. So I was obsessed with, I am going to know the person of Jesus and I am going to encounter him. Mm. I don't have to, like, I don't care if I have to be like the woman who says, master, even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. Mm. That was me. I was so hungry for God. I didn't even care if there was a call of God in my life. I was going to press into him so hardcore that I would get his attention. And there is this realm of God that he wants to open up to you. And that is the persistent warrior where you can actually get the attention of God and move his heart. Mm. Yeah. Woo! So what was that scripture really quick that you shared? What was that? Yeah, this is in John and it's um, chapter 10 and you want to read nine through 16. Okay. That is where he talks about being the door and you can go in and out of him and have pasture. And, and then he goes into talking about the thief doesn't. Um, and I'm sorry, wait a minute. Yeah, the, that's it. I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved going in and out and find pasture. And it says the thief comes not but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life. Yeah. And life more abundant. We all know that scripture. Yeah. Well, okay. So something that you mentioned um, that I think is really important. And look, I like I'm still in this process. I think it's an ever-developing process with the Lord. Um, mm -hmm. But you said you wanted to experience fun. And I think that there's this, and in some ways, I think though, you know, the, the church in ages past has not aided in this, but fun and God, there was always this separation when he's the, he's the author of fun, right? He's he the is. author of joy. He's the author of, of any measure of peace that we're going to find. Um, everything, everything good stems from him. He's the right. source. And yeah. I think that there's this Satan has done this thing where he's made us think that that God like us having fun or laughing or like, you know, God doesn't want to laugh or, you know, I think that. Right. Yeah. So I think that you really hit on something really important to address. And that's this whole notion of of fun. Like um, and I think that obviously there's like the world's definition of fun. And then there's yeah, God's yeah. definition of fun. And I think that we need to analyze that within ourselves. Absolutely. But um, this whole notion that God doesn't want to laugh. He doesn't. God's told me jokes when I'm trying to be serious. Oh, like, he does it to me all the time too. Well, man. and like, I remember like, I, even when I met my wife, I, I, I think I've shared this before, but I met my wife and this is before we were dating and I'm sitting there like, Oh God what do you want me to do? You know, like, and I was praying about, you know, uh, God, just help me be prepared for my future wife. And I literally heard him say, what about Lauren? And I was like, cause I just met her. And he's like, what about Lauren? And I was like, God, and I actually told him, I was like, God, no, this is serious time. 
That was my actual response to him. I'm sure you get a big kick out of that because now that's awesome. Come on, Jeff. (laughs) Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Yeah, I love that. He is so funny. Um, He's he's actually saying secular songs to me to be funny. Mm-hmm. which led me to go search up the lyrics. And I was like, oh my gosh, that makes sense yeah. to me. One of the most powerful services I've ever had was when I spoke in a church up in Ohio. And man, um, the, the Holy Spirit came so strong that that we couldn't preach. So literally, if we tried to preach, we knew it just wasn't going to happen. And people were getting filled all over the place, laughing hysterically, falling out of their chairs, and I didn't actually preach a sermon that entire service. And that's where sometimes ministers are pressured. We're like, well, I got to say something, you know, because they had me here as a speaker. I've got to say something. And sometimes um, that's even unbiblical. Sometimes it's biblical just to let the Holy Spirit come and do his job, take over. And uh, <laughs> like he did in Acts 2, you know, and there was just a move of God because they were waiting on the Lord. And when he came, it it, it caused a massive quake in the spirit realm. Yeah. So it was fun. And people told me, I, I had feedback from that one service. They said that service changed my life forever. And I knew that you were pressured and you could feel the pressure from the people that hosted you. Like they felt uncomfortable, but people were getting set free. And um, it's very hard for a speaker to let the Holy spirit take over their meeting. Mm-hmm. But um, and I'm still learning how. Yeah. But yeah. I that's where that's, people can encounter God in the yeah, corporate anointing. Come on. Okay. So before we get too far down the line, do you want to show the clip of Silver Linings, your music? I would video? love to. And then you, you guys are getting ready, up. man. Yeah. You, yeah. I don't know if you want to set it up before we play it. It's like a 45 second clip. Sure. Then, yeah. I would love to. And thanks for the opportunity to do that. Oh, yeah. Because I want Christians to have fun music. And, and, um, uh, when I grew up in the eighties and nineties, something we lack today, I believe is like great melodies, um, good mm-hmm. production. A lot of what you hear is just humdrum, like auto tune. And you hear yeah. a lot of the same old, same old, even in worship. But God told me, I want you to create a Renaissance, uh, be willing to be different. And so you're going to see this in silver lining. I'm going to, we're going to play this clip for you. And it's going to remind you of like, Hey, that does kind of sound like David Bowie, or that does kind of sound like the cars a little bit. Yeah, and totally does. And that's why I, I segue into it saying that, like, here is Christian music for you. It's not worship, but it's my story. And I want you to see this. And I want you to download the album. I want you to visit iTunes today. I want you to follow me on Spotify. Please follow me on YouTube. I need to pick up in the algorithm yeah. so we can get my music out there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, so go ahead and play it, Michael. funny because when i was clip when i was clipping out that after i got done i was walking i was like exporting it and so i walked off to go do something really quick and i found myself walking around the house humming the humming the song (laughs) come on and you're a lot of your songs i will say a lot of your songs do have that melody that hummable melody and i think that's an important quality within an artist a musical artist so kudos my dude Thank you. And I got yeah. a great producer. He's John from Fleming and John and he's done the grits. He did Ooh, ah by the grits and he's done yeah. DC talk. Like, like, ooh, yeah. He <laughs> did that song. He made so many royalties because that like thing blew up on fast and furious, but it's not even just about the music. You heard my lyrics possibly, you know, you could be going through something right now and you're saying the same thing. You're crying in your spirit. Possibly the only answer of this garbage I'm going through right now is there's a silver lining in every cloud and I'm going to get through this. Mm. And that's what I had to see, Jeff. 
when I was in 2019, the thought of suicide actually entered my mind. Wow. This was after missions. This was after, you know, being a full-time minister. Before you, after you had quote unquote arrived for some people, they're like, oh, if I could just get uh, endorsed by James Gall or Patricia King or yeah, yeah. You know, Monday Martin, you know, uh, if I could just get there, then uh, exactly. Yeah. I had, I had seen the highs of ministry mm -hmm. and I had, I loved it. It was fun. It was very stressful. A lot of times I needed more staff, and, but, but it was so rewarding to see the presence of God come in meetings and touch people, save people, see creative miracles and people healed and coming out of wheelchairs and new bones put in people's body. We saw creative miracles and gold teeth. We saw God put new teeth in people's mouth. And you would think a minister that's seen all that would be so happy. But what was driving me, what was driving me to depression was the fact that I could not reconcile. God loved me. Mm. He loved me. He loved the boy that was abused in that house growing up. Mm. He identified with my pain. I didn't know that every stripe that he took in his back was identificational to the pain I was going through, to the pain that woman that abused me was going through. Mm. And it was a silver lining. Mm. And I couldn't believe it that that thought actually entered my mind when I have such a great wife, when I have such a great family two great kids. And that's when I decided this is it. I'm getting rid of these pills and I am going to be the victor and not a victim hmm. anymore. Yeah. Cause that's what I was going to ask you is, you know, in 2019, if there was a specific moment that kind of was yeah. like the final thing that tipped it over the edge where you're like, enough is enough. Um, and, and was it the thought of, of suicide that crept in? Was that the moment where you were like, okay, nope. Yes. I got to change something. And, and I had these thoughts growing up and I don't think I ever dealt with them. Um, I used to be on the road driving. Um, I remember at the age of 16 and something would tell me pull into that tree and, and go hit it going like 50 miles an hour down the road. So it was always there. I, was, I thought about killing myself growing up because of the pain I had witnessed and the depression I was under. Mm. Um, even my psychiatrist wanted to put me on um, Prozac when I was growing up. And I, I didn't want that because I wanted to try to get free um, on my own. But yeah, it was it, in that thought in 2019, it wasn't necessarily like go hang yourself, but I prayed a prayer to God and I said, God, I can't take this anymore. I can't take the depression, the anxiety. Can you just take me? So and I know there's people that have prayed that prayer and you might not consider that suicidal, but I think it is. Mm. I literally wanted God. I was like, take me tonight, please. I can't face this any longer. Mm. And instead he had bigger plans. Man. He was like, oh mm. no, you have yeah. no idea. I know, what I, I know I some people for you. who've had a similar thought um, and yeah. God completely flipped their life around and kind of breathe new life into them because that's what he does man like he does, there's some of you who are like what's it even mean anymore i'm not doing anything clearly god doesn't want to use me i'm just kind of like this husk and first off that's satan and god yeah. wants to breathe new life into you man we're going to 2023 i'm telling you is going to be an epic year and yes I really feel, I mean, with, with kind of what I went through in 2022, um, really tough year, a lot of good stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it's tough. And I think a lot of, I, I'm seeing that more and more and more from people. Um, our guest on Friday, Rebecca Friedlander, she was just, she just made a post today talking about that very thing. And she's like, she's like, I had some highs and some lows in 2022 and I don't really want to repeat any of them, you know? And, and, you know, I really, pressing into the Lord right now to just get new, fresh, um, like a renewal uh, within his presence. And I think that's the answer ultimately, but sometimes people just can't get there, right? Like you, you're in this place and you're like, I'm just so, I'm just a husk and I, I can't do anything. I'm, I'm going to get blown away like chaff in the wind. And God wants to breathe new life. New life. Today. He does get ready for that. It's coming to you. It's yeah. for you. It's yeah. for the corporate bride, but it's yeah. for you. Yeah. And I didn't know when I 
said that that night, that the Lord had an ace up his sleeve and some of the greatest joys of family and the greatest joys of ministry exploded. Mm. I got free from those pills and I began to get my creativity back. I went into the studio and recorded 40 songs, three albums that are unreleased. I started painting again. I painted like 30 paintings. I published a poetry book. Then I published a book, uh, Ecstatic Christianity. And my wife and I, by God's grace, he gave me the power to do 365 days of evangelism, carrying the cross through my city, (laughs) seeing people come to Jesus. And, um, I'm glad I'm glad he didn't answer that prayer in 2019. Take my life because my wife and I, we heard from the Holy Spirit a few years ago to do a tent revival during COVID. And we did one and it caught wind. Charisma News did an article about it and it turned into a four night planned meeting to 30 days of glory in Smyrna. It was crazy <laughs> glory. Many people coming to Jesus and deliverance started happening. We saw many people delivered from demons. And Mm. I just, I had never seen that wind ever in my history of ministry. And so the best is even yet to come. Yeah, amen. And you know, I talk about this often, and I'll ask people, um, you know, different people that come on the show, if they find this to be the case. And I've concluded that, you know, the majority of the times this is true. Anybody who's in any form of leadership often will pass through something before the people mm-hmm. that they're leading. And it could be five people that are following them. It could be 500,000 people that are following them. Um, but often, you know, I, I use the analogy of like bombers, right? If you, yeah. if you are going to try and stop bombers, you're not going to shoot the guys in the back. You're going to shoot the, the planes right up front. And hopefully that's enough of a deterrent to get Ooh, some of the other people from turning around and going back the way they came. Um, that's good. Also, Jeff. if you are getting shot at, you are close to the target, right? So mm-hmm. um, what you said something really key, and there's a word I released on here for this year, which is about God releasing creativity. One of the we had someone on the show and they were praying, and all of a sudden I got this download from the Lord about him, he just started speaking to me about creativity and how mm-hmm. he's like, in 2023, I want to meet people. In, he said, meet me in the, the creativity. That's what he said. It's an invitation to people. And it for you, it was like, for me, it's this, okay? Intimacy breeds creativity. Intimacy with the Lord breeds creativity. Oh, and yeah. in that creativity, God wants to meet us. And it's this constant, it's that, it's that recognition that my intimacy with God produced this level of creativity that I've never seen before within myself, within the world. That makes me want to pursue God even more because it wasn't, it wasn't out of me. It was this explosion, this expression, this, this song that came out of me, whether a literal song or a figurative song, it's this song that came out of me because of my intimacy with God. Yeah. It was, it was the natural, uh, it was the natural thing that got produced as a result of my intimacy with God. It wasn't me going, I want to be creative. I want to sit down and be creative, but it's this also, it's this thing of God saying like, Hey, it's this, it's this interwoven thing. It's your intimacy is going to breed creativity, but it's also this invitation to people. Yeah. Meet me in the creativity. And for a lot of so people, good. This is going to also be a time of God re re uh, defining what creativity even means. Some of you guys are woodworkers. Some of you guys build houses. How is that not creativity? That's Some of so you good. guys are are bakers. How is that not creativity? Some of you guys are obviously interior decorators. That's creativity. Some of you guys have wanted to embark on things, creative ventures, and you're like, no, but I don't have a creative yeah. in my body. Yes, you do. You need to stop. Guys, we are we are the byproduct of the ultimate creative expression, the creative, the creativity of man, uh, God creating man. Like we God are the is so embodiment creative. of God is the seed of creation. He's the seed yeah. of creativity. And so for you to say, I don't have a creative bone in my body really upsets me 
And my wife and I have, uh, because it's a lie. And um, there's so many things that we look at in, in the world and we, 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 um, you know, we uh, indulge in whatever they are. They don't have to be bad things, but they are created by non-Christians. And it's time for Christians to take the forefront in create like a creative boom that Woo! is going to happen throughout. And it starts now, you guys. And so, woo, yeah, man, I'm all like, I'm all like preaching, Jeff, pulling the preach out of you. Yeah. Hey, creativity solves problems. Yeah. Creativity solves problems. I saw a problem in the Christian music scene. I would listen to Christian music stations and I was like, everything sounds the same. I need to put out something different. I don't need to be like everyone else. Yeah. Um, I like this new, I don't know. My son just got this SM card, put it in his phone and he doesn't even pay for his cell phone service because someone had the idea, let's give them ads before they call. Creativity solves problems. It gives youth phones they can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> Although he just got a job and he's working at Discount Tire. I'm so proud of him. Nice. I like but you can tire. solve problems. Yeah. You can solve problems. You can see things that need to be fixed and you don't know how to put the algorithm, algorithm together, but God may send you a team that knows how to put it together, get your invention out there, get your company started, get a loan for it. And anyways, man, I got a fun story. If you want to talk about God's creativity, yeah. yep. I felt I should share this yeah. because God is not limited to earthbound realities. Oh, that was good money. I like that. He's not limited to earthbound reality, space, time. He is in the realm of the eternal. And so he can bypass space. He can bypass time. That's why I love the movie Interstellar because Yo. the big message from that movie was love is quantifiable. You yeah. know, love yeah. is quantifiable. It transcends space it transcends and time. transcends space and time. Yeah. Like, and I thought that's really true. My mom's in heaven right now. She got saved. Come on. But we love each other. She's in another dimension. Yeah. Where there's no time. I'm in a yeah. dimension with time, but we both love each other. <laughs> yeah. And uh -huh. creativity can express itself through the power of encounters with the Holy Spirit. Can I say that again? Creativity can express itself through power encounters with the Holy Spirit. And uh, I, I want to talk about where I was transform, uh, transformed, <laughs> transported on a train. And this is going to freak a lot of people out, but one of the, one of the, one of my favorite miracles leading up to this story in church was when God would give people new teeth. And I just thought that was amazing. Like we've seen God, you know, heal bodies, cripples, walking, leaving without canes. I remember I was collecting canes from people that would come in my meetings and Jesus would touch them. And I was so thankful to have these spoils and, um, but one thing that, that was a visible, notable miracle that people could see was this woman in this church where I was preaching had had teeth pulled because she couldn't afford fillings. And when the power of God came in that service, God gave her new teeth and she smiled. And the pastor was like, oh, yeah, she did not have teeth um, in that mouth. And she's like, I don't know how they got here. I was just praying and they <laughs> they're in my mouth now. That's crazy. And it was just so beautiful. Dude. And we saw that when we were in Seattle at the Seattle Revival Center. I went and preached there at Darren Stott's church one time. And um, this girl came and she didn't know it, but I had been praying that night. And the Lord was like, I'm going to release creative miracles and people are going to get gold teeth. And I, I went after it in that service. And I began to say, open your mouth and have God come and fill it. And then I said, have seven people check in your mouth with a flashlight. I said, have seven people check in your mouth and see what God just did. So people were walking around the service, having people look in their mouth with uh, cell phone flashlights and people were getting new crowns, come on. gold crowns. And anyways, this girl had been visiting from Canada and she went um, back to Canada from that revival meeting and had a dental checkup that was scheduled and she didn't even know it, but the dentist was like, Hey, I noticed that you have a beautiful gold tooth where I just, if you don't mind me asking, where did you get this work done? 
And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, yes, you have a, and she, oh, oh my gosh. She was like, I was in that meeting. That's right. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And so she didn't know what to say. Obviously, she didn't know what to tell the dentist, but he told her that's some of the best dental work I've ever seen. Mm. Come on, Dr. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> MD medical Dr. Jesus, right? Yep. Uh-huh. And so, but what happened? You might be saying, Monday, that's crazy. Why would God put gold in people's mouths? Here's what happened to this girl. She went and showed her family, and they knew she did not get that dental work. She had the before and after x-rays, I'm sure. They all got saved. They all repented and got born again because of that one miracle. I'm, t- I'm telling you, with a testimony like that. You know, and God's like that. He cleansed the leper through Jesus. And these are people who have lost body parts. How can a leper be cleansed whose nose has fallen off? You know, and lepers lose teeth. How can a leper be healed who's lost their teeth? They've lost their hands. Some of their body parts turned into goop. And he healed them. And he can do it today still. I've seen him do it. So get yeah. ready, people, because there's a wave of the power of God yeah. coming well, and to my, the church. Illumination said there's some a couple people in the chat that need new teeth. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I just had this thought right before Illumination mentioned that i was like you know what i was like maybe god wants it like i've got a crown on this side that i would love to see turn gold and then i've got a chipped tooth here like it's like a really mild chipped tooth but i'm like maybe god maybe god wants to heal that today come on so i'm 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 gonna throw my hat in there too but let's um, do it but so i'll have you do that at the end um awesome something that i wanted to hit on that we um i meant to ask you earlier but you were talking about addictions and you said certain things within the church and that we need to make sure that yeah. Jesus is our own, as our own programs addiction. can be addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Like yeah. we, okay. We can't, we can't continue operating like in the Babylonian system. And so church is not a corporation. It's a family. And I realized that some, some of the pressure that we have about letting the Holy spirit do these kind of miracles is, Gosh, if he shows up, I might lose people that are not comfortable with the move of God. And we know that, right? We've seen that. Revival hits and big people leave. Big tithers to the church leave. But if we'll just say, you know what? I don't care. Come hell or high water. We're going to do this. We're going to let the Holy Spirit move. And he'll bring the, the provision. And that's what I've always seen him do, Jeff. is like I've taken risks. I've done things in meetings that... Quite frankly, I, I was like, I don't think people are ever going to have me come back, you know, because they were risky, like these teeth miracles. And I've done things in meetings, you know, that that literally you could tell the demonic would rise up in the room. Wow. And it's like, no, we have to control this. We have to get get them, get, you know, get someone up on the mic, get get the mic from them so we can kind of bring it down a little bit. We don't want to wow. make people uncomfortable. And that's happened to me. Hmm. That's happened to me and my wife. You know, there's been times where we've been asked, can you not do this? Can you hold down the deliverance when you come minister at the church? And she's like, how do I do that? We have to let God be God. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come, but Monday, don't, don't do the, the teeth stuff if you don't mind. And, you know, wow. what? Like, yeah. we need God to be God. Yeah. I don't know why I got off on that tangent, but we can be addicted to program. We can be yeah. addicted to control and control is very addictive yeah addicted to recognition and recognition yeah um, fame is a very powerful addiction and i i struggled with it at first when i began to meet all these great leaders and speak all over the nation and the world sure the, the the enemy was tempting me you know to find a place of power inside that but the holy spirit gave my wife a dream recently where she saw a big leader that had just died and fallen from great sin. And in the dream, he was like, I want power. Hmm. And that's what caused his fall. And so really what we really want is for his name to be famous. And 
I, I honestly, Jeff, like when I did all this music, I was concerned that I would lose invitations to speak in churches because they're like Monday went wild. You know, he's doing crazy rock, Christian rock music. Um, but I had to overcome that fear yeah. um, of loss, fear of not being invited. Yeah. And, well, and um, you got to, and it's uh, also with things like that, if, if the Lord is in it, which he was obviously mm-hmm. in this case, mm-hmm. you're going to, he's going to, he opens up new doors, you know, always, like you know? And so I think that's, that's important. Um, I did mention at the top of the show that I have a story that goes along with, with this. I, I think it's worth, yeah. I think it's worth dropping in right here. Um, Come on. because there've been a, a couple of times in my life where God has actually withheld certain things from me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that it's not a one size fits all. Like if you're looking for recognition, it's not always greed. Sometimes it's actually wounds that you think that this recognition is going to, is going to fill that, that emptiness. Right. For me, it was a lot of it was that it was, it was not feeling validated in certain situations. And so it was like, so I was like, yeah. I had made it out. And this is actually when I was in missions. Um, I had made it out that I was like, I'm going to start a homeless ministry with my buddies and we're going to do this. And what I found myself doing, even when I was talking to them and one of my friends actually called me out on it. Um, kind of like, why does that matter? Uh, is I kept mentioning certain people and I was like, I can't wait for them to see what we're doing. I can't wait. I just got so focused on a couple of individuals and I was like, I can't wait for them to see what we're doing. And eventually called me out on it. And he was like, bro, like, why, like, why does that matter? Why does it matter what they, and I, I had this moment just of like the mirror getting turned on yourself. And I was like, wow, like, why do I care so much about it? And honestly, it got so bad that I know that's one of the reasons why God didn't ultimately bless it was and let it move forward was because of that. And it was like, that hurts. It's embarrassing. It's all kinds of different things, but realizing, you know what? Like it was, I found out I like, I, I really had to go through a process of really, you know, cause you can look at it and be like, Oh, it's, it's you, Jeff just wanted recognition. It, you know, he, he was, he was greedy. He wanted to be in the limelight. And at first I thought that that's how he treated it. Like was that, and yeah. I was repenting for that. And God really, God is so gracious, man. Like wow, so good on, because it's like, in this whole thing, I was like, God rebuke me, cast, dash me against the rocks. Like I, and it was like, God, man, like I'm kind of getting emotional right now. I I just, God is so good. You guys, because even in the midst of that, it was like, yeah, I was doing it with the wrong motive, but God really showed me the depths of my heart and that it was, it was an area of my life that I needed. I had been hurt by some people. And I believed yeah. lies as a result, uh, lies about myself as a result of being in relationship with those people mm-hmm. and really ultimately realizing God was like, this is it. This thing right here is it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he pulled me away to this quiet place, this quiet season. And he really did some work on my heart and really realizing that's what it was. It wasn't, wow. it wasn't, you know, and, and you know, what's amazing is God, God is so good because God brought someone else in there to the base yeah. that was more qualified who started a homeless ministry. And I was so happy to see that happen. That God was wow. so good that he's like, it was a genuine need that needed to be filled. I wasn't the guy for it. You know, <laughs> it's like, and, and that's, he brought restoration. Yeah. But it's like, even if you aren't the guy or the girl for the thing, God's going to bring someone else in who is. And you actually have another thing that God has in store for you. And it's like, just dig into the Lord, press into him, allow him to do the work on you. And he's going to get, you don't have to make that happen. Like God's going right. to just your job. Our job is to pursue him. Our job is to, is to, is to, to reflect him on the world. Right. And he's going to open his doors. He's going to give you those. Hey, why don't you go talk to that person about this? Hey, why don't you, have you ever thought about this? What about this thing? Or all of a sudden he's just going to put a desire in your heart to like, I feel like I'm supposed to start doing this thing. You know, I love that, man. Yeah. The other day I love, I love fresh testimonies too. Like this happened just uh, two days ago. God said, I want you to put money here in this investment 
and I put a hundred dollars in and it went 100%. So I was able to take my money out and it doubled in like two days. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. So it's just being able to hear from him. Yeah. And, um, that, that kind of stuff can even happen in people's finances. Like he'll give you the strategy to get out of debt. And he did with my wife and I, and, um, and I love that story, Jeff. That was really great. Yeah. Just yeah. the powerful restoration that came from that. And then your heart's healed mm-hmm. and that crying is you're actually being healed. Another layer just came off, Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's, that's if people are crying right now, if they're experiencing, you know, the love of Jesus. And I always encourage people to just let that out because what he's doing is he's taking every layer of trauma out, mm. making you a new creation. Come on. Amen. Yeah. So, so that was a um, good story, bro. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I, um, yeah, God is good, dude. God totally. Good. And he loves his people, you know, he does. And, um, you know, he wants, uh, he wants us to be made whole. He wants us to be well, you know, obviously it doesn't mean right. we're not going to go through hard things. Looking at you, 2022. Uh, <laughs> but hey, um, I got a story though. Like, yeah, he, he cares so deeply about us that he causes miracles to happen. And um, miracles are not like, I used to think they were for show, like this miracle happened in Monday's meeting. So have them to your church. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just agenda, right? We can be sure. frank. That's agenda. Sure. And um, I probably have some left. I'm like, hey, if you're a pastor, you want me to have come have me at your church? I'll come preach. We'll talk about my testimony. People will get free from addictions. Um, but behind that, what was different for me saying that now as opposed to in the past was I love people now. I actually want people to be free because I saw how much God loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm when you know how much he loves you, you'll start loving people. I I couldn't love people because I didn't love myself. Mm. It's very simple. But I remember one time I was in Germany and God loves my wife and I, God loves when a husband and wife have been away from each other for like two weeks and he wants them to be together again. Mm. That's important to his heart. Yeah. So I had flown standby and you guys are going to hear a transportation miracle. This is going to excite you. Literally went to Germany and I flew standby, which means I knew someone that worked with the airline and they got me a free, like a a cheap uh, ticket, but you just, you you don't get on the plane if it's full. That's the only con. The pro is you get like $200 ticket to Germany. The con is, is if that plane fills up, you're not going home. Mm. But when I was in Germany, I took a train from Ebstorf, Germany to Frankfurt, Germany. And it got delayed. It was ice, like this ice storm came and ice began to get on the tracks. And I had like a five hour train ride to Frankfurt. But because of the ice, we kept stopping. And this guy would get on the intercom and say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, we've got more delays. Please check on your flights. You might miss them. So by the time um, I was to get into Hanover, Germany, Hanover is two hours from where my plane takes off. Okay. So Hanover, Germany, two hours from Frankfurt. And I was bummed, man. I was like, God, you know, I wanted to get to Jennifer so bad. I was like, if I miss this flight, I'm going to have to take a hotel and try it again the next day. But, and that's not fun because there was only one flight leaving Frankfurt every day to Dallas where I needed to go to get to Nashville. So I was like, Lord, I've heard of people being transported could you please let me transport? And all of a sudden, dude, I started getting filled with the glory of God. And I started feeling like I was intoxicated. And I heard a kind and gentle voice say, are you ready? (laughs) And I said, whoa, what's going on? And I said, yeah. So I heard this voice. Are you ready? I said, yes. And all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, bro. I didn't see anything happen. All I know is I was, I was drunk in the spirit and like five minutes after that, I heard the guy get back on the intercom and say, ladies and gentlemen, we will be in, we will be in Frankfurt in five minutes. I looked at the clock and I went, wait, 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 what? 
I just left Hanover, Germany, two hours from Frankfurt, 440 miles. And this guy just said five minutes. I just made five minutes in a, a, a two hour trip in five minutes. Wow. So I was confused. I, I had to run off the train. I ran into the uh, airport. I ran through security. I ran to my flight. I got on just in Come time on. to make that flight because Jesus cared that I wanted to be back home with my family. Isn't Jesus good? Yeah. I, yeah and I funny. had to look this up too. I, 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 I looked it up on Google. How far is Hanover? I got the mileage. And then I messaged the pastor and the pastor who was uh, from Wales, he's a missionary sent there from Wales. He said, oh, Monday, this has happened to a lot of our speakers. So <laughs> it's just, you were transported. Cause I was sitting there asking him, is there two Hanovers? He was like, no. Is there two Hanover train station? He goes, nope, there's only one Hanover train station. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I uh, I would love for that to happen. That transport. Me too. Thing. I've met More. other people that that's happened to, and these are credible people. You know, it's not, it, it, and it's, um, you know, like we make this drive up to my in-laws up in central Washington multiple times a year. It's four hours uh -huh. one way. Uh, and I'm always like, one of these days, one of these days, God, I'm going to get, we're going to get transported. And, oh, what a testimony that'll be, you know, because we yes. always text them and say, Hey, we're on our way. And then, you know, four hours later, we're there three and a half, however long. And uh, so one of yeah. these days I'm believing, I'm believing for it. I release that on people right now. Yeah. And you're like, I could use that when I'm in a bind. And so we just released those transportation miracles. Lord. We released that John, um, we released we release that over people right now. I am the door. If anyone enters into me, he shall be saved and go in and out and find mm. pasture, yeah. the presence of God, miracles in yes. Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Woo! All right. So Monday, I'm gonna have you pray. I'm gonna have you pray for teeth. Let's go. I'm gonna have you pray. <laughs> Let's also pray, man, about what you were talking about with addiction and 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 people need a revelation of how much God loves them. So yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then pray however else you feel led, man. Let's do this. Yes, and I'll just pray right now. Father, mm -hmm. I thank you for your glory. Those that are watching, just get ready. Mm -hmm. Just lift your hands up wherever you are. You are valued. You are significant to God. You are important. He loves you. You have been bought by the precious blood of Jesus, which speaks better things than Abel. Thank you for that blood, Jesus. Thank you for that blood, Jesus. Thank you. Intoxicate us on that blood. You said if we'll eat your flesh and drink your blood, we will live forever. We want to be intoxicated on the feast, on the feast of the Lamb and the blood of Jesus Christ, the new covenant. Lord, right now, release grace upon the listener. We rebuke condemnation. We rebuke the lies of the enemy. We rebuke all of that trauma, all of that pain, all of that hurt, those wounds, being raped, being molested when we were little, being abused, being verbally abused, physically abused. I command that shame. I command that pain. I command those wounds to be healed. I command that pain to leave now. I command those wounds to be healed. Lord, I thank you. Abel's blood cried for vengeance, but the blood of Jesus Christ mercy and mercy is penetrating into the heart of every believer listen to me mercy is entering your broken heart and he is wiping away the shame the pain the anxiety the depression the hopelessness he is wiping it away the feeling of less than the best it's time to be the head and not the tail you are above only and not beneath deuteronomy 28 you have these blessings through the blood of Christ. You have been grafted in to the olive tree. You have been grafted into the promises of Israel. You and Jews, Jewish and Jews and Christians get to share from the same tree. And that is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The offspring of David, the root of Jesse. Lord, right now, we also press in. And I'm going to have people open your mouths right now that need teeth miracles, I just want you to go ahead and open your mouth. Now, as you have your mouth open, I command the fullness of God 
to fill your mouth and we release creative miracles and we release creativity in the spirit realm of God. We release the glory. We release new teeth. We release gold crowns. We release new fillings. We release healed nerves. We release gum inflammation gone. We release gums being healed, teeth straightening, teeth whitening in the name of Jesus. And I would even have people do something about it. Now that you've believed, I want you to go into the mirror. I want you to get a flashlight. I want you to look in your mouth and I want to see what God has just done. Message us in the chat below and let us know. God just gave me a new filling. God just turned an old filling into a new one. God just gave me a new tooth. God just straightened my teeth. He can do it. We saw a kid get his teeth straightened that was scheduled for an orthodontist visit in one of the meetings we held. And his teeth straightened and his parents didn't need to take them. This is happening now for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We could all use new teeth. Yes. And new and teeth are wisdom. And we need wisdom for these coming years so we can chew on what the Lord's saying and digest it. And I love what you said earlier, Jeff, about prophets live parables. I learned that um, it was from Bob Jones. I got to visit with him one day and I didn't know him. I wasn't like one of his sons, but I did get to hang with him and he spoke into my life. And that's one thing I had heard him say one time was prophets live parables. So I was going through something in 2019, but I was parabolically living what the body of Christ was going through during COVID. I can't take this anymore, Lord. Just take my life. Mm. And God said, no, my bride, no, I will not waste your precious life for this is the only one you've got. I have rewards for you that you need to earn. So get busy and I'm going to make it fun. So I hope that encourages you guys today that you're about to have fun again. Mm. And I welcome that in your lives. And all you have to give God is your yes. Mm. You just say yes, Lord. And he'll yeah. give it. Yeah. So good, Monday. Monday. Oh, Monday. <laughs> I know you and but Jen both. Monday. I'm like. Like I'm saying your name wrong, but it is Monday. But you guys, it's, from the, it's south. the Irish way to pronounce it, Monday, and also, also the, the South, right? The Southern, South. Yeah. That's the way they say Monday. Monday. But um, yeah. Okay, so Monday. How can people follow you? You know, you mentioned your book. Just um, when I walk, you just follow me. You know, like, yeah. get behind me and yeah. go straight. No, go, go to YouTube, please. I want you to like and subscribe to my channel. I want you to hit the notification bell. Normally I would drive more people to my website, but the Lord is telling me take YouTube. So help me get there guys by going to my YouTube channel, subscribe, and please go watch all the music videos. And God has allowed me to begin to speak into the crypto community right now. So I've got a video that's recently started to pick up steam speaking to the crypto community, some prophecies that I actually have about crypto and what God is saying. Awesome. <laughs> so I think God's going to have us even prophesy awesome. into the economic realm and the media. You yeah. Know? So this is what I want you guys to do. If you open up the description, if you open that up, there's a stuff we talked about section. That's where the silver lining music video is just below that. It says follow Monday and it says show Monday some love and subscribe to his channel. If you click that YouTube link right there, that'll take you directly to his channel and there's a subscribe button and you can hit it and all that. And we'll say thank you in advance. Much appreciated. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You saw some of your music videos. dude. have like, like, like uh, over a hundred thousand views, man. So <laughs> we had a good marketing team. The Lord told me the guy to go with, and yes, he he knew how to put it on a ad campaign that just took off. So yeah, and, um, the Lord's been faithful, and I just hope it picks up even more. And my hope is that some of my Christian songs cross over into the secular markets. We know that um, Nashville's biggest rock station has been playing me 
Yeah. And so guys, the more you listen, the more you get the word out, you can help a Holy Spirit filled believer get his foot into some secular doors. And I need your help to do that. Come on. Amen. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Monday, dude, thank you so much, man. Uh, I just love you. I think, I think you're great. Um, Thanks, bro. You know, this is a I think great, you're great. Great episode. Great episode. So this was um, fun. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody, that's our show. It's good to be back. Also, I want to say thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. That was a surprise from my team and it warmed my heart greatly. So thank you. I meant to say that at the top of the show. Um, everybody have a blessed day. Tune in tomorrow when we've got Kelsey O'Malley back. Kelsey and I are going to do something fun. Uh, we just said, you know what? Let's not do notes. We're just going to go. We're going to wing it. We're going to see what happens. So I'm really excited. I love that kind of stuff. So we're going to ride the Holy Spirit wave tomorrow. Kelsey O'Malley and it's going to be fantastic. So uh, that's going to be at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, we have a donation link at the end, elijahfire.com slash donate. And that makes sure that this stays free at five days a week. And then also we take a portion of that and we're doing amazing efforts across the pond and over here stateside digging uh -huh. freshwater wells all that amazing uh -huh. stuff and i think we're in <laughs> nepal ethiopia and uganda and then obviously Ooh, we're doing cool. some stuff stateside as well so god's doing some amazing things this year and we just thank you in advance for everybody who has donated god bless you guys and we will see you tomorrow at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time with kelsey o'malley peace this has been elijah fire Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.